Hello, residents of Meepletown. This is Dean. Johnny Beach. And today we're going to be talking about a few games we've been playing lately, and then we're going to be doing a review of Castles of Tuscany. So thanks for joining us for episode number 61. All right, residents of Meebletown, if you were here right now, you would see Dean wrapped in Christmas lights with a star on his head. Dean, why are you wrapped in Christmas lights with a star on your head? I'm not. I'm not. Yes, you I, are. I'm just wearing normal clothes. This is all true every single time. <sighs> it is, and you know why? Because Dean already put his Christmas tree up. I put a Christmas tree up. I know. You do multiple trees, don't you? Yeah, this is the one. This that... is a travesty. This is... This is t way too early, Dean. You cannot put the Christmas tree up at the beginning of November. It's 2020. I'm about to put out our like New Year's decorations out. So at let's, this point, let's wrap this thing up. So can we just say at this point it's 2020 and do whatever the heck we want to? Yeah. I mean that's 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 how life is going right now. I'm leaving pumpkins on my porch. Wow. I'm gonna put out. Oh, that's some, gonna get uh, nasty quick. I'm gonna put out some Easter decorations. Maybe give my wife some some Valentine's Day candy. It's Interesting. Just all the all the happy things about from holidays. That's what I'm going to do for the rest of 2020. Okay. Well, there you go. I guess poll time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I we have a poll. I am so excited about. So excited about Meeple Town. Excited about the poll. Excited about the poll. Can't wait to do this poll. All right. Here it is. You can wait because you just sang a song. I was if scrolling you were down. That no, no, I was scrolling down. I got you. As soon as it showed up, I stopped the song. You don't like silence. John needs his own bumper music. Which is best? Pie? Black bears. Cake? Okay. Brownies or cookies? Yep. I this was excited is, about this. This one. is so exciting. Uh, we actually talked about I haven't I've not seen any of these. All I the reason why I'm excited is cuz we actually talked about this one before we put it up. Okay. You want to know what I think first? <laughs> right you always want to know what i think no first. i want to know what you think the people think first and then you we do this we do this we've done this 61 times i think we didn't put ice cream up there and so i think that's probably a good thing these are dry desserts right so you're not allowed to think about whether you want it with ice cream or not no because all of these could have ice cream no doubt about it okay you can put ice cream on just about anything pizza oh that's another pizza option I'd be okay with that, I guess. It, I mean, you have to eat it pretty quick. I'd rather eat that than that candy corn pizza. I was showing my kids Choco Tacos this morning. Remember those? Mm -hmm. They still exist. Those I don't are know. pretty good. Was that a Taco Bell thing? It's a Klondike thing, but they were selling those Klon those bars at Taco Bell. They sell them at gas stations. I had a Klondike too. bar this week. What would you do for a Klondike bar? I just pulled it out and ate it. So what do you think Meeple Town thinks, Dean? All hey, right. You think they like pie better, cake better, brownies better, or cookies better? I think... Uh, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change it for mine. All right. I'm not gonna give my answer because I don't think my answer is the correct answer. Pie number one. You are correct. Is that right? Yep. You got okay. it. It was real. It was razor thin though. It's very. It, there's a lot of variety in pie. That uh, that was one of the comments, which we'll talk about here in a second. Okay. Oh. I, okay. I will say this. I did see one of the comments, and now that I'm thinking about it, somebody had said something about like you can have brownie. Okay. Brownie pie or something like that, which yeah. made sense. You can have cookie pie. 
at board game did did Dave tabletop diaries change to board game man yeah okay I think that's right all right well he uh he says pies come in so many flavors including brownie so this should be an easy answer eh. I don't I don't disagree that you can get a brownie pie that's delicious but cake is way different than I would pie. rather have a and cookies a, are way different I would rather have a really good brownie than have a brownie pie so what do you think what about a cow pie? Oh, gosh. So what do you think the number two is? Speaking of cow pies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we script our episode. Nailed John it. knew exactly what he was doing on that. Nope. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, number two. Can't get that image out of my head, so I'm going to go brownie. It just kind of came out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go brownie, I guess. It's, I don't think that's right, though. I think, uh, okay, I'll say brownie. I already said it. Brownie. You're right. Cookie and then cake. Cookie and cake tied at eighteen point eight percent. Really? So it's. I'll just go ahead. There's go not ahead and enough say different. Thirty three point three. This is a really close. Thirty three point three for pie. Twenty nine point two for brownie. Eighteen point eight for cake. Eighteen point eight for cookies. So, hey, is, but what about you? Is crumble cookie? Is this a uh, a national chain? Let me start here for just a second. There's. I mean, there's definitely crumble cookies. I haven't even had one before. I've never even had one. You are not missing out on anything. I went to Dean's house one time and he had like a giant box and didn't even offer me one. It's that's because they're never mine. <laughs> they're, they're not mine. If there's crumble cookies in the house, let me tell you something. They are not good. I don't get it. They're wow. the most overrated. So this is like cookie. a cookie. I'm. I don't get that excited. Now I've had a delicious cookie, but I don't get that excited about it. Okay. So there you go. That's like why. Cookies. So for me, it it goes like this: brownie. I'm getting hungry though. My stomach's growling looking at this brownie website. pie cookie cake. That's brownie is number one. No, no, pie is number one. I love a good pie. Brownie. Is the correct answer. Pies do come in a lot of flavors. I mean, dude, I love pie. Pecan pie. How do you say it? pecan or pecan? How do you say? I say it? pecan. I, I say know. pecan. I'm from Tennessee. Is that is that how they say it in Tennessee? Pecan pie, probably. Probably not like that at all. That kind of sounded like Urkel. Did I do that? Pecan pie is probably my favorite or uh, derby pie. You ever had derby derby no. pie? Or maybe it's Kentucky derby pie. I think it's just called derby pie. What is it? It's lots of goodness. I think there's... It's Are like, there like horses in it? Yeah. Oof. No, I think it's I think like... I might try that. Cookies. I think there's chocolate chips in there. Maybe like a chocolate chip cookie pie with some other stuff. Maybe... I don't, I don't understand. Know, I don't know what's in there. All right. So pecan pie is like way high up there for me and I can't wait to eat it at thanksgiving but i'm gonna tell you there's some other great pies out there there's so many great pies dean so many great pies ryan fournay said give me that pie blueberry <laughs> key lime french Ooh. apples chocolate silk bourbon oh bourbon pecan how about that what's a french pie um it's like a french silk pie oh i got gotcha. it okay okay uh wow darn it i was gonna say something about a pie that i really oh dude have you had ben austin's this is one of our yes friends he makes a buttermilk pie, and if you've never had that and someone does it right, you can do it wrong. I've had bad buttermilk pies, but if you do it right, those things are money, baby. Kind of like a chess pie. I like chess pie, too. I do, I, too. I love pie, but if it's a really good brownie. Okay, we have some friends that they have a, a brother-in-law that has a pan that makes these brownies, and it's basically so every piece you get is a corner piece, which I think is a just a travesty i think that is i think that is awful why would you want a corner piece i like the middle piece yes yep yes gooey mushy i'm with you brownie that's where i don't i don't know why people do that but how about this let me throw a little wrench in it what if we would have put cobbler on here because i could 
I can throw down on some peach cobbler, apple cobbler, cherry cobbler, blueberry cobbler, blackberry cobbler. I like a nice cobbler it's basically quite a, a bit. It's basically That's a why I said, but still, still, those are good. Derby pie is a chocolate and walnut tart in a pie shell with pastry dough crust. It's made with walnuts, chocolate chips, uh, and that's all it says. But it's it's really good. All right, so we have this. We have a comment. So I, I did board game and I did a run for you. All right, so BJ from Board Game Gumbo says brownies. He says brownies unless it's pecan pie, then it's pecan pie all the way. He's I bet I bet BJ's a little I, upset that we don't have beignets on the. <laughs> on the so thing. it sounds to me like he it's pecan pie is it for him. He's not as much of a fan of some of the other pies. I get what I get that. I don't. I don't. I like other pies, man, but I do. I but pecan, pecan pie is pie. really good. Fudge pie. So I get what he's saying. Fudge. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about that? But I still <clears throat> brownie is where it's at for me. So Bradley Billingsley, did you? He posted a GIF of Conan the Barbarian saying, oh, yes. "To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, <laughs> and to hear the lamentation of their women." I did see that. <laughs> oh, that was the best one from, in my opinion, that from was all a, of that them. was a throwback. From that was ridiculous. Two episodes ago, Last yeah, episode. when we did the Schwarzenegger quotes. That's right. Yeah, um, that was pretty good. Okay, I will say this. Let me say one more comment, dude. I want some pie right now. If I could only have, like, if I could only choose one category for the rest of my life and I can't have any of the other ones, I would probably choose pie. Because, because there's of, more variety. Because there's a lot of different pies. I, I, I'm i going to say that this may not be popular, but I'm a big cake fan if it's a good cake. There are some really dry, not good cakes. But let me tell you something. My mom makes a killer carrot cake that will make you want to sl- hug your mama. <laughs> and it's like it's 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 super moist and ridiculous good. It it has pineapple in it. Okay. Oh yeah. Crushed pineapple. Do you know what my favorite cake is, John? Pineapple upside down cake. Oh no, but I do love that. Yeah. No, that's maybe that's probably top five. Ooh, we should do that. Top five, mm. top ten. My mom makes a killer desserts. coconut cake. She. Well, you didn't answer my question. A good. What's my favorite? Red cake? velvet cake. Your favorite cake is carrot cake. Is it? I love carrot cake. Dude, every, it's mine too. Every birthday growing up, I would always request a carrot cake. Why did you stop? Oh, I mean, like, I still do that. I, mean, oh. I got a carrot cake for this birthday, actually, a couple weeks ago. You I haven't had, had mama's carrot? Oh, my gosh. My mom passed I think down. I have. I think I have okay. had your mom's She carrot. passed down the recipe to my wife, who does it. So, hey, baby, you know what? Surprise me with a carrot cake. That's Give me that surprised. carrot cake. You can, ch- you can, speaking of cow pies, you could put oh cream cheese frosting on just about anything, and it would be delicious including a cow pie. You want to hear... I love cream cheese frosting. Do, do you not? The, the favorite thing that my family enjoys that I make, I make these cinnamon roll pancakes, and instead of syrup, we I make I make cream cheese icing. Oh, that sounds put on great. There. It's a dessert, no doubt, but it's they're pretty incredible. My go-to is sweet potato pancakes. I like those. My kids love them, so anyways. I don't think I've ever had that. <sighs> they're pretty good. So let's just talk about some board games, I guess. All right. Should we mention our idea for a... A bonus episode. Okay, real let's fast. just do it real quick. Here's my idea was to make this a complete surprise. John doesn't like surprises. Oh, I didn't. Th- I didn't realize that. No, oh, yeah. just continue. We've already started. Okay, so we're thinking about doing a bonus episode, and we we've come up with a name, and we've taken the name. We've got the Twitter account. We have everything. So don't try to take this and run with it. You can follow it, but I don't think we're going to do anything with it for we a probably, while, or maybe ever. <laughs> <laughs> this we're going to do a bonus episode called Thirty Minutes. My nose is. <laughs> you, want me, you want me to do this? Y'all yes. choked up. Woo. All right, thirty minutes. Excuse me. To nowhere. That's. I do. I don't want to know what that sounded like on the thing. <laughs> I like. I couldn't breathe for a second there. 
I don't know what happened. I feel fine. All right. While so John's little, still talking about his nose, I'm going to talk about sinus. 30 Minutes to Nowhere. Is uh, We're going to do a bonus episode. Imagine 30 minutes of just John and I bantering. What we just did right then. Yes. 30 minutes of that. Would you would you enjoy watching and listening to that? We need to, we need you to mail in and tell us, especially <laughs> if you would. No, mail in. Let us know. Go to the go to the what you call it. We'll count them up. A year later, you're going to get our answer on this. And so we're going to have yeah. I won't tell you spill all the beans, but at 30 minutes, the episode stops at the exact you're 30 minutes. Spoiling minute mark. the entire thing. I'm just telling you. It is exactly 30 minutes. That's exactly it. So it, in, if I'm mid, you know what I'm saying. If he's mid sentence, it's done. That's it. All right, so let us know what you think about that. If they've listened to this banner this far. 30 minutes to nowhere. You know who thinks it's a terrible idea? Both of our wives. Your wife doesn't like it either? (laughs) No. My wife said it was. She's a little worried about the things that John's going to say is what she said. Larissa was kind of like, she was like, eh, like, I don't know who really wants to listen to a podcast about nothing. I'm like, there's a whole show about nothing that made millions of dollars. It's basically a look into like our normal conversations. Yes. So we're just going to put up, we're going to put a mic in front of us and talk like we normally do. That's exactly right. And who wouldn't want to listen to that, right? I would love to listen to that. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about a game. Uh, although I'm always the one going first these days. I'm gonna, I'll... Fine. I'll go first. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So there's two games. I'm just going to say it right now and two? I'm going to be quick. Just real quick. Okay. All right. So one game that I busted out with my kids that haven't played in a while is The Mind. What do you think about The Mind? I like The Mind. Do you? Mm-hmm. I like playing it with uh, uh, Birdie Bot's every, fla- every flavored beans. Oh, we already had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> the mind is one of those games that, like, all right, I'm go. I was called Jardy Beach because I'm gonna go have. I'm going on a, like a little retreat down to Gulf Shores, um, Alabama next week, and so I was thinking about what games to bring and things, and I'm playing with guys who one plays games and the rest don't, and I'm like, I'm definitely gonna bring the mind. Like this is like this is like a hoot and holler fun, and I played with my kids the other day, and I'm like, I I like it for what it is. Yeah, I do. It does get old. Like I feel like it gets kind of old, and then I can wait a few months and then bring it back out, and it'll be kind of fun for a few games, and then it kind of gets old again. Like, do you can you can you just keep rolling with? It? I can play like about three or four tries, and then I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm done with this. It's kind of like when I this game is nothing like Forbidden Island, but when I first got Forbidden Island, it took us a while to beat it, and we were determined we will not stop playing this. this until we beat it. You haven't beaten this. No. I don't think anybody's beaten this game, right? I think I've gotten to like level six or seven, maybe one time, and that's it out of 12. Yeah, that's, that's depending on your player too. count. Uh, actually, yeah. I do think somebody probably has made it all the way. I, I know there's people that have played has. this thousands of times. I'm sure they have. And the more you play it, the more you can read other people and stuff. So, I, you know, it was one of those things where I thought, it, honestly, I thought this is going to be a gimmicky game that I'm not going to like at all. Because I heard, I think it's a solid game, and it's it's gonna absolutely stay in my collection because mm-hmm. of that. Because I mean, it's just in my pocket. Boom, let's play this. I can play it with literally anyone. You didn't love this game back in the way back in the day when we first talked about it. This. Was it? Well, it was because it had it was this challenge of I. It was so polarized. It had a ton of hype, and so then some people didn't like it at all. And I, for all the hype, I was like, this is not that exciting of a game for all the hype. But overall, it's still a good game. That was it. I never didn't like it. Okay, but I also found out that it is a really good game, so maybe I'm to bring out with absolute newbies. So John talked about the mind. I'm going to yep. talk about Minecraft. Oh yeah, okay. Ready for this? I guess. All right, Minecraft Builders and Biomes. This is uh, based off of the the video game IP Minecraft, and in this game you're building. I'm not up- sure you really had to say that. Did I not? I don't know. Maybe people don't know that that's a video game. Maybe this is a board game podcast. 
Okay. Uh, okay, so my son, my eight-year-old, um, really enjoys Minecraft. And so he uh, found out that there's this game. Uh, Robinsberger sent us a, a review copy of this. He and I are going to review he this He found together. out about it, or you showed him and said, hey, would you like to play this? Actually, no, he found it in the um, uh, catalog, one of those Christmas catalogs, like Amazon or something like that, that they sent. I think that's right. Yeah, he, okay. he's the one who found it, though. And he was like, oh, I want to play this. And I was like, well, let me see if, if we can get a review copy. And, and he is going to do this review with me. In this game, John, let me just say this right now. This is a fun game, all right? This is a Euro game, all right? This is not, don't hear Minecraft IP and just fast forward through this section. Because if you have a family member or if you really like Minecraft, this might be a game that you really like. Um, on this game, you're going to be taking two actions uh, of the available actions, and you can't take two of the same actions. Okay. Um, one is you have this block of cubes, okay? And these cubes represent different resources. There's um, sand, stone, stone wood, yeah, yeah, wood, all of yeah. that, all the normal resources. And then emerald, emerald is a wild resource. So you can, on your turn, take two resources from the block. But the way that you do that is you're going to mine it, and so you have to be able to see the top, the top part of the block, and you have to see two sides of the block, Okay. Then you just pull the block out of there. You do that twice. That's one action. One action is you can move and reveal some of the tiles that you're going to be able to build or some of the weapons that you're able to, to take. Okay. All right. Um, then you can build if you're next to one of those tiles. Um, you just pay the resources that you have, and that goes onto your board. And you can also um, fight a monster. You can do different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go into all those actions because the gist of it is you're building up these tiles onto your board and then each round is going to be a different scoring phase and you have to have different types of symbols on your board to be able to get points. Okay. Um, you'll get points anyway, but but you really want to obviously get the most points. So let's say at the beginning of the game, you're going to get, I'm not looking at it, I think it's three points for every like desert biome, uh, contiguous uh, desert biome tiles that okay. you have. Okay. So you just count up the most tiles that you have of one type, and then you get that many points. Desert might be worth three, and then the like the uh, tundra might be worth six or something like that. So okay. you want to get a lot of tundras if you can. Okay. Okay. Second round, it's going to be types of buildings, contiguous buildings of one type. Okay. Third round is going to be whatever that other last symbol is. So you have to think. I want to build this tile because it's going to. I like games that now. have those mechanics. Yeah, and mm. and in a game like this, that's you know. A, an IP game, that's a that's a Euro-y mechanism, sure. right? Yeah, like, yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, and you have to, again, think ahead to different um, to the different scoring rounds because you might fill up your board with one type. Um, yeah. Anyway, so the other thing you can do is battle, and I think this part's cool, too. If a, if a mob tile comes out, it has different... Uh, battle? ...certain amount of hearts on these tiles, okay? Um, let's say it has five hearts. Well, what you're going to do is you're going to take all of your battle tiles. You're okay. going to shuffle them together, and everyone starts off with five at the beginning. Okay. But three of are those they the same are five. Three, yeah. Okay. You have the same ones that I have. Okay. Three of those are poisonous potatoes, which is something in Minecraft apparently. All right. Those are worth zero. You get no hearts for those. But then your other weapons will have hearts on them to say um, that will like take this many hearts away from that mob tile. All okay. Right? And you have to kill it in one time. So. I flip over three tiles, I shuffle those up, flip over three, and then whatever hearts I have, if they match up with the hearts on the tile, then I'm going to defeat it, take it, that'll give me a special ability and points at the end of the game, um, okay. or potentially immediate points, okay? Um, but also, there's weapons around the board that instead of flipping over tiles, you can go pick up those weapons and add them into the mix, and some of those will, um, let's, there's a golden, um, what is it? it's a golden hoe, okay? You're going to take that, 
Damn. <laughs> so many things that I'm going to not say right now. <laughs> Thank you. Oh all right. Gosh. You should see the veins popping out of John's head right Jeez. now. With all. <laughs> um, okay. So you, if you flip that over with your weapons, whenever you flip those over, that gives you two uh, points. I forget what the points are called, but anyway, uh, experience points, two experience okay. points and hearts, which defeats monsters. So some of the weapons are really good, like the diamond sword, and some are just okay, but they might give you other benefits. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just going to stop there. That's probably too much of an explanation. I was going to say, like, you wanted to kind of get through this briefly, but you're going to like a 30-minute conversation about I this game. I think it's because I really was was really pleasantly surprised okay. by this game because I think that this can be a really fun family game if you have somebody who enjoys Minecraft and, like, they're really into it. Get this game. It's gonna be it's gonna be one that you're going to enjoy. Let's say you hate Minecraft, but you really love board games. But you have a family member who really loves Minecraft, doesn't care for board games. This is it. Pick up this game. It's a lot of fun. It uses Euroe mechanisms. Something I would even like to see in other Euroe games, like okay. mining for those resources. I think that's actually pretty clever, and I would want to see that in some like midweight Euro games. You, all right. So, uh, you know, we don't give ratings, but give me a give me a range if you don't mind. You don't have to give me a set, one set in stone. Like, you really like this. Like, how much do you really like it? Are you, like, a, at a 7-ish to 7, you know, half? Are you up towards the 8? Like, is it really? It's I'm difficult. putting you on the spot. It's difficult because, one, there's an expansion. We haven't played that yet, and okay. I think that's going to add some really cool things. Um, I think for what it is. Now, if it's just me, John, like, if I'm just giving the score, um, I, I'd probably be somewhere in the 7 range, I think. Yeah, um, okay. It's a really fun game, but, like, the theme doesn't drive me or anything. Yeah. But because my son loves it so much, and it's one that we can play competitively together, it's more like an 8 for me, I think. Wow, okay. I think it was 7 and a half, 8. So as a like game that. that you're playing with your sons, it would be up there as, like, one of your more favorite games. For us to play together? I think this will be our favorite game. Wow, okay. I think that's right. I mean, maybe I need to check this one out then. I think so. Yeah, I, I have you're... to borrow this. Ooh. That is crack a little bit. I have to borrow this from you. No, you can't. It's going to stay on our table, I think, for a while. Whatever. We'll see. All right. Sorry. That was a big ex- explanation, but I just, I don't want people to sleep on this just because, oh, Minecraft, the board game, board game. Cause that's what you would think probably, right? Yeah. It's kind of what I thought. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I would have absolutely had really no desire. All right. So one other thing I'm going to mention before we get into the review is I played Empires of the North again recently. And Dean, I just want to, I want to say that my wife and I, we were, we were disappointed in it, man. Like it's it, like, and here, I'll have to say this. I want to do, Dean, I want, we did something. Did we do this on the podcast? I want to do our biggest regrets, an episode about our biggest regrets in Meepletown. Have we, we did something similar to that, didn't we? I would say mine would probably be picking John as a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did that hurt your feelings? No. Okay. My feelings don't get hurt. Okay. They just grow stronger with rage. You can't see me, Meeple Town, but I am rubbing my eyes in my head right now. Here's at the thing: how disappointed I am in you, right? This, about that, this, it's not a bad game. It's not a bad game. I like Empires of the North. I like Imperial Settlers, but I gave it a nine out of ten, and that's one of my deepest regrets in Meeple Town history. Seriously, that was on a that was on a on a video, and it's like a seven for me. Fine game, I like it, but nothing to super write home about. You, you. When we talked about Everdell last, I, I'm it's losing slipping a little, for you. But it's I still like Everdell better. Okay, for sure. 
I, I like Everdell. There's a lot of there's different reasons why. Like I like how you have the common pool that you're drawing from and stuff. With Empires of the North, you you only have the same deck, and I feel like what I don't like, what I don't love about it is, I feel like after you kind of build your engine, you're kind of just same thing. Flip this over, take two fish to get a point. Do this to do this to do this to do this to do this. And it, and Larissa and I were looking at each other, kind of going, I feel like I'm just kind of doing the same thing over and over again. Now maybe we were just slow at getting to the 25 points. I like the race element better in this game. But it's a again, it's a fine game. It's just something that I'm not not as excited. It's, it's seriously maybe my deepest regret on the rating. Man, that makes me really sad. And I, I know I, you I love, love that game because you knew I was. You were like, you got to play this again. And you're really gonna like it again. And I was like, and I wanted to so bad because like, yeah, I think you're right, Dean. And then I played it and I was like, mm. it just. I think it, our friend Steven might really like. Might like. I don't think he's played it. But he loves Everdale. We love playing it together. But yeah. um, this might be one that he really likes. Yep. Just think, I'm trying to think of new friends that I can play this with. Yep. There you go. All right. Um, are we ready? Let's yep. talk about Castles of Tuscany. All right, John, you ready for this? I, I don't know. Are you? <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a really I did give him a heads up. We just jumped broad into question. It. I, don't, I, have, I have no idea. Well, let me tell you, John. Imagine, picture this, 15th century Italy in the Tuscany region, and that's the setting for this game we're about to talk about, all right? Do you okay. feel that when you play this game? Do you feel like, I'm in Tuscany right now? Absolutely. I was, it, I, was sipping on a, I was sipping on a little Merlot while we were playing to okay. kind of get, just to get, I wasn't at all. Okay. Um, no, I don't feel like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me give kind of a brief explanation as best I can. Maybe better than builders and biomes. Maybe. Um, Please don't be that long. <laughs> his eyes right now. John's walked out of oh the room. Oh my gosh! To go get some uh, Merlot, and then he's he's gonna be back. I need some to listen to you do your <laughs> explanations. Oh, walked right out uh, of that one. There are other reviewers in podcasts where I'm like, I'm like. I, I love the people, but I'm like, they take way too long to explain it, and I zone out every time. Dean, that's, you're starting to become one of those people for me. <laughs> <laughs> starting to, he says. Um, I'll be I'll be fairly brief on this one. Um, oh, goodness. Oh, I'll my keep, goodness. My mic keeps escaping me. It does not want to listen to me either. All right. Um, in Castles of Tuscany, you have your own player board that have these little hexagons on them of different colors. Those are where you're going to be placing tiles that match those colors. On your turn, you're going to draw cards. Naturally, you can draw two, but potentially as your engine builds, you can draw more than that. Um, you can draw two cards. You can take a tile from this central area of eight tiles, and you're just going to take that and place it onto your uh, to your regular playing board, not your map yet, okay? And then your third op option that you can do is you can pay cards that match the card that, or the tile that you want to put onto your board, okay, yeah. pay those tiles. So let's say I want to put out a mining tile. I would have to pay two mining cards mm -hmm. or I could pay one mining card and two of the same color of another card. Okay. Or yep. I could pay two pair of different cards. Play two pair of a pickled pepper. <laughs> uh, two pairs that uh, match each other, but they don't match the, the symbol of the card that you're playing. Okay. Okay. That's all you're going to do. But when you place those tiles, different things are going to happen. You're going to be able to get workers, which will count as a wild card. You'll be able to get stone, which will give you an extra action. Turn, yep. Um, a red tile is going to allow you to get, I'm not going to go through all these. A red tile would let you kind of build your engine up so you can have, you can take more tiles or you can get more cards or whatever. Sure. Um, uh, and yellow tile gives you more workers, yada, yada, yada. We'll talk about that as we go. Um, but then 
as you take tiles from that main area, you're going to be putting one of your tiles from your board out back there to refill that spot. Once your first stack is gone, which is seven tiles, seven tiles, you're going to do that scoring. All three stacks are seven. Yep. Um, and, and so you play through three rounds of this. Every time one person, the first person to complete the stack, you'll do the scoring and do that three times. And then that's going to be the end of the game, right? Yep. <laughs> is that good enough for you? That's great. John, as soon as I see Don, John start like, like dozing off, I, I just finish it up. What's happening right now? All right. Hey, John, we did a video of this, a full playthrough. Of we this. just did. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It's not up yet, but when, when, maybe when you listen to this, it might be up. Yeah, it should be. Oh yeah. If it's not, then it's Dean's fault and he's slow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Gracious. You heard what I just said and I'll stick with it. I don't even care. Wow. Don't, wow. Okay. If you want to come up over this table, let's do it right now. <laughs> goodness gracious. Uh, can we talk about the art and components instead? I'm like the okay. least violent person ever, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It sounds um, like it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Art and components. Uh, we just talked about it on the YouTube that everyone's watched already. They all stopped <laughs> this to go watch that. Now art and components um, to me, it's, what you would expect from a Ravensburger like Euro game. The tiles, the cardboard's fine. The art is okay. It's nothing super exciting. Now, it does have some nice uh, workers. Uh, the stone, the extra uh, random tile, which we can talk about, or wild tile. Wild tile. I think <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I do think I love you, Wild Tile. Oh my goodness! But I want to know for sure. All you those two good jokes. That that's one of your two good jokes for today. Now you think you? I think you laughed out loud three times. Is that right? Cal I'm gonna keep a tally. That one, and then maybe another one. Yeah, there know. was another one. That was pretty good, though. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep a tally of times I make Dean laugh out loud. That's all I care about. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> number four. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, do we need to restart this episode? Because it's, it's too much. Anyways. Anyways. What's happening right now? Oh, all those little pieces of wood, they're different. You know, they're shaped. They're not just cubes. I like that. <laughs> so overall, mediocre. But the price isn't that expensive, so I would rather have that. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. If you like Castles of Burgundy... Uh, the new version of Castles of Burgundy, it's kind of the same. It's kind of the same. Like the yeah. art style is the same. The quality of the components. The cards are thin, um, but I don't think it's a big deal. I don't feel the need to sleeve these, mainly because there's a bunch of cards. I didn't think anything of it much. After you said it, I was like, yeah, it's a little thin. Yeah. But I wasn't when I was playing, I wasn't like, yeah, these are really way too thin or anything like that. They're so. the mini cards too. So if you're stacking up a large pile of mini cards and they're sleeved, they're going to fall over. So yeah. anyway, it is what it is. Gameplay. Okay. Um, the one other, like a little small thing about the components is the stone is everywhere in the entire game. It's gray, except for the actual stone is white. Don't know what they were thinking on that. That was kind of weird. It is weird. It's very strange. I've never seen that before. Yeah. You think that was a mistake? I think that they probably, I'm going to guess they got it from whoever was given the thing to them. And yeah, it wasn't exactly the color they thought it was going to be. Maybe not, but that's what I'm going to think about. It seems strange. Yep. Maybe they wanted to make sure that it was completely separate. Like, without a doubt, there's no chance of you having issues seeing it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, but you know what? <sighs> I'm going to have to go look at something else. Sorry. Let's go ahead and let's... Uh, this is something I, I kind of regret maybe saying this on the on the podcast now. I mean, whoops, we're on the podcast right now, on the YouTube video. There's something I, th I think I might have said incorrectly. Okay. And, All right. 
Yeah. Well, let's talk about the gameplay. Yep. Um, okay, some things that I like about the gameplay. Um, I like, and this is this is like the the comparison to Castles of Burgundy. Basically, is you're taking tiles from the board onto your board and then putting them out onto your map, your own personal map. Yeah. Okay. So like that that is kind of the same thing. The way that you do it is different. Um, a lot of things that you do in this game are much different than Castles of Burgundy, but like the general gist of doing that, I think is fun, mainly because you're. Um, when you place the red tile mentioned that you're going to get these tiles that help with engine building. Um, what that means is let's say I take the worker tile. Okay. Let's say I place a red tile and I take a worker tile. Now that means every time I place um, the worker land hex out onto the board, I'm going to get that many workers. And so there's that engine building piece yep. of it. Again, I mentioned that naturally you get two cards when you take that action. But naturally. if you, if you take, the tile that allows you to take an extra card, then you're going to draw three cards every time. Yeah. So the engine building part of that, I think is really interesting and in how that plays out with, with how things like trigger from each other. Does that make sense? I think that's really cool. Yeah. I like the engine building part a lot. That's one of my favorite parts of the game. It's not a big, I mean, because you're only going to be able to do it probably like four times, I think four or five times in the game, depending on what your things look like. The, the hex is not interesting too. You have three hex pieces, hex pieces. I mean, places that you're placing the hex, out and you get to kind of, I don't know, ma manipulate them. Not there's not a ton of choices. Yeah, so you start off with one, bit. and then you have three of the red tiles that you. Can I'm talking. I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about the ones that you start with the game with the entire game. The three big things that you put your hexes on. Mm -hmm. The land tiles. I got you. And what I'm saying is, is depending on those, you could have three or four or five. I think maybe it's four every time. I don't know. I think it's four or five. A total of four tiles. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You start off with one, okay. and then you got three red now, tiles. Now we're now we're on the same yeah. page. Um, yeah, so it's not like it's going to be this huge engine that you're building, but it no. can be very different from player to player. Like, for example, I had a game where I took the tile that um, every time I placed one of the cart land hexes mm -hmm. out on the board, it gives you a card, okay? And it, this is a random card that might give you points. It might give you green points or red points, and I'll talk about them in a minute. Uh, yep. It might allow you to draw cards, take a worker, take a, a blue land hex, which I'll talk about later too. Um and what I had done in this game is I built an engine fully, pretty much fully on that. So I was, every time I would take that action, I would be able to draw four cards, which is a lot um, because you can do that several times throughout the game, which are just going to give you, again, random bonuses that you get. But if you build your engine around that, more than likely, you're probably going to get some points in that that help out. Sure. Now, briefly, let me talk about how the points work. You're mostly going to be moving up on the green track, okay, mm -hmm. which is a circle. The scoreboard is a circle. Um, you move up on the green. Now, whenever you do the scoring rounds, you're going to take those points and you're going to move them to the red track. Now, the red track are your permanent points. The green track doesn't reset. And so what that means is that let's say in the first round I score, uh, you know, 10 points. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep those. So I'm going to score ten those 10 points every time plus however many additional green points that I get throughout the yep. game, which I think is pretty interesting. Um, it's a unique way of scoring. Now, it makes it, I think, a little more difficult to catch up in this game. I agree with that. But not impossible. <clears throat> no, I like that. I liked how you're building an engine of score, of points. But because you're building an engine of points, if someone's kind of is winning there, they're going to score more points every time. You know what I mean? So like mm -hmm. what Dean said is true. We've had a couple of runaway games with this. For sure, we've had some we've had some close games, so it's not always been a runaway game yeah. by any stretch. Yeah. Um, 
but it can happen in this game. So, yeah, yeah I like the engine building part too, Dean. Um, like I said before, I think that's really neat. I think my favorite part about the game is the timing element and the player interaction. Okay. It's like, when am I going to place that hex? Uh, and then there's like push your luck in it too. Like, okay, there are eight, always eight hexes to pick from. But, okay, there's only one orange one there. But I want to do something else. But what if Dean takes that? That I don't want him to do that. Yes. Or, it's, you know, or I, yeah. But I also want to complete this hex so I can score more points. Because if I score three more green points, it's going to count three points at the end of this round. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if I don't take that, I, Dean, yeah, Dean could take that. But if I score the points now, then Dean's only got one tile left and I need to score the points now. So what do I do? Those kind of things are really interesting in the game. Which, which that's a that's a pretty big difference from Castles of Burgundy. So I'm going to use the um, I'm going to use the agriculture tiles in this game versus mm-hmm. the um, uh, what do you call it? the animal tiles? I don't remember what you call them. Those green animal tiles, pasture tiles, or whatever. I call them animal tiles. Okay, so in Castles of Burgundy, if you're familiar with that, when you place an animal tile, if it has three animal tiles, you get three points. Mm-hmm. If you place the next one, you're gonna and it's the same type of animal in the same pasture, then you're gonna get the the total animals on that tile and the one that you placed earlier. Yeah. Okay. But it's not interesting. The timing of that one, because it's not as interesting because you can do that early in the game or you can do it late in the game. And it really doesn't matter except for completing a complete area. That's the only reason why it would matter. Right. Yeah. In this game, it matters a lot more because of that point engine that you're talking about. So, um, yeah, when you take the agriculture tiles in this, which are, there's four different types of, um, crops when you, when i place a tile that's wheat for example if mm-hmm. that's the only wheat out there i'll get a point on the green track um if i place another tile and that's the only type of that tile i'll get a point for that one so the most points that you're going to get is two because some of the tiles have two different resources on those tiles yeah okay that part's not as interesting to me i think but what is interesting is Oftentimes, if you can set up your board in a way where you get three of those tiles together and you can complete that area right off of the, in that first round, if you can complete it, you're going to get potentially... Uh, You'll get 18 points over the course of the game for that. Just for completing that, but then also the, the points that you get for putting those tiles out there. Yep. So let's say that's three, okay? Um, let's say you get three tiles from that, then the six from completing that area... That's going to be, um, let's see, nine nine points, so 27 points that you're going to get throughout the game just for doing that in the first round. Did I figure that out right? Three? I don't I don't understand what you get, why you gave yourself three points. Three points for each tile that you put down. So every time you put a tile down, you get a green point if it doesn't match one of the symbols on the board. Oh, three total points. Yes. Three total. I thought you meant when you played it, you would get. No, 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 you're no right. Three yeah. total there plus six total when you complete that area. That might not make sense, so you might want to watch the video to, to yeah. get that. But, but. I think that all those tiles become more important than just the ones that are going to build the the engine because points are an engine in this game. Sure. That's really, that's unique in a lot of games. Most of the time you're just trying to build up resources and you don't care about points as much at the beginning. That's why the timing thing is just the interesting. Like, yes. Uh-huh. When do I place this? How? What is it more important to get the points now? Which oftentimes it is in this game, I think, which isn't like other games. A lot of other engine building games, you're kind of building your engine at the beginning because you can just you know, really catch up later on with points. In this game, you might not be able to. That's right. But uh-huh. then you also, with the timing element, I like where Dean was mentioning, just like castles, when you finish a section or a certain type, when you cover up every yellow spot, every orange spot, whatever, you're going to get a bonus. Now, the other, the players behind you can will get a, a, a bonus as well, but it'll be like, I think, is it always half the points? 
It's something like that. Yeah, it's not always half because some of those are three points, and then I think then, one point. I think on it's back. a oneer. Yeah. yeah. So that's a that's a big difference though. If you can get to those threes and huge, like, so yeah. those are huge. So I think every game the person who won actually got more of those that we've played. Whereas in Castles of Burgundy, those aren't they're not as, as important. important. I think they're important because you still get a lot of points. Sure, there, they're but important. They're yeah. not as important, especially if you can complete certain areas at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Because again, you're going to score those three times if you can complete it throughout the throughout that first round. That's exactly right, yeah. Which makes the race element of this game just so much more important than the race aspect of Castles of Burgundy, which is also important. Yep. That's exactly um, right. Yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> Final thoughts? Already? I don't know. I mean, I don't really have a whole lot else to talk about. Um, okay, we can do that. Now, John does have a big negative about, about the card draws in this one. Yeah, well, I was going to be in my final that's thoughts. That's going to be in your final thoughts. So, okay. All right, so we talked about the things that I do like about the game. It's... <sighs> I don't know if it's it. Big negative, but it is a negative. Can I say that? You so, can say whatever you want. Well, don't, never mind. I shouldn't say that. All right. <laughs> John just got the biggest smile on his face. That is not permission for you to like say terrible things on our show. Okay. When children might be listening. All right. I wouldn't say terrible things. All right. So anyway, the card draws can be frustrating. Let me say that. It is. I mean, there is card draw luck. Like in in our game that we just played online. I drew terribly at the beginning of the game. Now, Dean is going to say, yes, but you got a lot of cards. But I'm going to go back and say, yes, but I could have gotten hosed on scoring points early in the game, which could have hurt me because my card draws were really bad at the beginning of the game because you're building a point engine. You understand what I'm saying? So there are times in this game, because here's the thing. If Dean is drawing super well and I'm not, he there's a chance that he's just playing two cards to put one tile down. And I'm playing four cards to put one tile down one hex down that's a huge difference in this game and there i mean you had frustrating points with that yeah but i don't i'm not as frustrated with it because of the ways that you can mitigate that you can mitigate it with workers you can mitigate it um with yellow tiles you can mitigate it with pretty much all the bonuses that you can get you can mitigate it with the cart tiles because oftentimes they're going to give you more cards you can mitigate it with the rocks with the stone tiles that you get because that gives you an extra action which can easily be used to gain a lot more cards, which is a very important part of the game. Yeah. So so for me, it's not as big of a deal because pretty much everything you do in this game mitigates that card draw. It does, but it's still, like, even if you have pretty good workers, the worker only counts as basically one wild card. So if you're drawing really bad and you have two workers, that helps for sure, but it's not like, whoa, you know. But anyways, I guess whoa. you could also place down three yellow. You could place. You could start focusing on yellow hexes to draw three cards and stuff like that. But there was one point in the game where there was two tiles that I had, hexes that I wanted to put out, and I had 14 cards in my hand, and I didn't have one card that matched. Mm -hmm. But, but... Later on, I was able to get... But one, I'll say, you destroyed me in that game, okay? Well, you played really bad. What I was doing is I was thinking, okay, I do have double... I do have two pairs, and so I started spending two pairs to put those cards out. And st- what I should have been doing is probably drawing more cards and set myself up later on in the game. But I didn't. And so spending all those two it pairs. It cost you too much. I try tiles, not to. It got tiles out early, but then later in the game, it really came back to hurt me. Yeah, I really try not to do that. But I, if I have to, I will. So Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's my so going into my final thoughts, that's, that's, that's one of my biggest negatives to the game. Um, the other thing about the game for me is this is absolutely – so we have to talk about Castles of Burgundy real quick. This is not Castles of Burgundy, the card game, right? I thought it might be. Like, I've, and it's no, it's not a card game. It's not Castles of Burgundy Junior, um, or 
streamlined. streamlined that's or, that's the right way to no, say it. I'm hearing it. that a lot. That it's a streamlined version of that. It's I don't not. think so. I mean, there's think. there's no dice. There it, it, you put the things out a little bit different. Now the tiles and hexes that you put out are way easier to understand with this game than having tons of but i think it's a negative for me because i really like how there's a ton of different tiles in castles of burgundy here there's not right one two three four five five types yeah um so that's versus not infinite types but different ones for almost everything mm-hmm. for a lot of them you know especially those scoring ones and different things the engine building parts in castles of burgundy so so positively it felt like a different game but it didn't entirely feel negatively like a different game. I don't I hope that that makes sense. As I played Castles yeah. of Tuscany, I did say this is not Castles of Burgundy. I could see why people would want to have both games in their collection, but I don't. Cuz it feels enough like Castles of Burgundy that I'd just rather play Castles of Burgundy. That's my feels. And so um and that's the that's probably the biggest like quote unquote negative, though it's not a huge negative against the game. It's just it doesn't have a place in my collection because of that. <clears throat> I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Uh, I'm usually willing to play it, but I'm not really going to say... I, I actually even wrestled between a 6.5 and, and a 7 because I don't know how usually... I'm, I mean, if Dean wants to play it, I'll play it most of the time. But there's a lot of other games I'd rather play. I love Stefan Feld. He's... I, I mean, I just love him. This game, uh, I mentioned on the YouTube channel, it reminded... Now, people will totally disagree with me on this. Uh, I didn't love... It gave me the feels of kind of like... Carpe Diem, like I liked it. It's a fine game. Now I'd rather have Carpe Diem than this because it's so much different compared to Castles of Burgundy. Good game, a solid game, nothing to write home about, nothing I'm overly excited about. Seven out of ten, it's fine. Yeah, and I get that, and I I, I don't know if I disagree with the um with the statement of if you have one, do you need the other? Maybe not. Uh, maybe not. For me, I'm gonna keep both of them for now. Um, that might change down the road. I'm not quite sure about that. Um, but I don't argue with that. Now, what I will yeah. say, um, I do think if you have uh, if you have a lot of people in your group or you know friends, family or whatever that have Castles of Burgundy and you don't have it, I think this could be one that you would pick up that you could still get a lot of enjoyment out of. Sure. But then you know you've got some some variety in what you're playing there. For me, I really like this one quite a bit. Um, I I think what I would like to do is is play some. Uh, some nights where I play them back to back. I think that would be, it'd be a lot of fun. Now we did not do that. We didn't play these back to back to kind of compare them to do a showdown, because I think we both, both solidly believe that Castles of Burgundy is the better game for us. Absolutely. Um, now I did have a lot of hype around this game. This was my number one anticipated game coming up in this spiel season, and I, I, I'm, I definitely wasn't disappointed, and I didn't expect it to really surpass Castles of Burgundy at all. Um, so I guess I would say that I was, I was impressed by it. You know, for me, I'm giving this one an eight. I like wow. it. Yeah. I like this one quite a bit. Um, again, I struggle with knowing, does this fit in, you know, where does this fit because yeah. I have castles of Burgundy, but for right now I'm going to hold on to both of them. And I really, really like this one. There's a lot that I like about this one. There's the, the scoring engine piece of, of that. That's really cool. There's, you know, the, the engine building from the tiles, all those mm-hmm. things that we've already talked about, I think are really cool. So, so I'm going to hold on this one eight. I really enjoy this one. I'm going to get this to the table. I'm going to play gonna it. Suggest it to I'm going to suggest it. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing. Is it worth it? Now, the challenge with this question for this game right now is you cannot pre-order it um, on like Mini Mart and all those, just card house, whatever. I feel like I have to say several of them so people don't think we're they're paying us or whatever, but game nerds, whatever. On Ravensburger's website and on Amazon, it's the same price. <clears throat> and what I was saying earlier, Dean, is I'm regret, if this is the actual price of the game, 
then I regret and retract my statement that says it is what it is for the price because it's forty five dollars. These games tend to be around that price, though. I, I if it's forty five dollars, it's definitely not worth it, and I don't think the components are worth forty five dollars. I'll just be totally frank. Yeah, I I might agree with that. I do think that that. But I think it. I I think you'll get it cheaper as you be. You know, if you're gonna get it online or a local, you know, friendly local game store that has some discounts on this, yeah. that I think you're probably gonna settle around more like. Somewhere between thirty-five and forty. That's probably, what I would think. It's probably if it was more towards the thirty-five. For me, it's not worth it, no matter what. But I definitely don't think component-wise and gameplay fun for me, it's worth the forty-five. Yeah, for me, it is. But um, I was super hype on this. But also, Castles of Burgundy is is like is a ten for me. Yeah, John, what's Castles of Burgundy from you? Do you know offhand? <clears throat> it was top fifty, um, either in the twenties or thirties. Okay, so it's still pretty high. For really you, high, yeah, but nowhere near as high. So actually, we're kind of staggered in about the same way that we would stagger Castles of Burgundy. Yeah, if that seems about right. So anyway, eight from me, seven from John. Really enjoy this game. I really enjoy this game. John, tell people how they can get in touch with us. If you're enjoying our channel right now, we would. Lo- <laughs> this is not YouTube. This is the podcast. We'd love for you to rate our podcast. Also, <clears throat> excuse me, got another frog in my throat there. Uh, you can go to MeepleTownGames.com and check out all of our stuff. We're at Meeple Town Games on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and we're Board Game Geek Guild 3407. Thanks for coming down to Meeple Town. All right, funny guy. Time to squeak out one more joke. You got oh, another one? Oh, gosh. You, I don't, you put me on the spot? No, yeah. you have a joke. I see your phone in your hand. What do you got? I don't have a joke. I'm looking up our ratings. <laughs> oh, really? You don't have a joke? No, oh, I don't got? have a joke. I don't have anything. I was just thinking the other day about um, how suspicious stairs are, though. Stairs? Yeah. They're always up to something.